right. Well, we're here. Um, Hello. Hi. Was this was episode three. Oh, wow. Episode three of You Up. We uh, took a uh, month or two hiatus. We took a hiatus because we wanted to bring all of you the best quality of us talking about nonsense and listening to music as humanly possible. So cheers. Cheers. Uh, you up? You up? Are you up? Are you up? Uh, so. Hey, you up? What are you doing? Are you up right now? What's, what uh, time is it? What time is it? It doesn't matter, but look, look, what's uh, going on? It's 11.44. We have a guest with us. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. One of the best people in the whole entire world. <laughs> She's known as Skittles the rapper, but let's <laughs> let's give it up for Heather Don Mitchell. Fuck yeah, HD. <laughs> Heather Don is gracing us with her presence tonight in our third installment of You Up, and we're so happy that you are here and blessing us with your your essence. Yeah. Yeah. Bountiful with blessings. Wonderful. She says it's nice to be here if you can't hear that. (laughs) And we're very bountiful with the blessings of Heather Don. We also have a second guest here tonight who's actually going to be taking control of all of our shenanigans because that's why we took so long to come and do Mm -hmm. the third episode. It's it's, exactly what we needed. We needed some control. (laughs) And we are some wild women, but we We also... We need some type A. We need some type A. We need uh, a little bit of engineering, a little bit of production, a little bit of like, hey, batches, reel it in. (laughs) This sounds like shit. And, you know, we're we're not trying to sound like shit. We just want to sound as bomb as possible. Our first two episodes, I think, are going to totally pass, like... You know, they're beginners. It was our first two ever, ever, ever. You know, and we did it with a little handheld digital recorder. We fucking did that. We did that shit. So, you know, be proud about that. But guess what? We're uh, evolving. We're growing up. We're being new bitches. We're new people. Um, we're shopping on Amazon. We're now. shopping on Amazon. We were <laughs> shopping on Amazon before. But, you know, uh, I like my two-day shipping. I try to shop. Oh, I, oh my God, you guys. I, I bought so much shit. You also, <laughs> not only on Amazon, but like everywhere. What? You smell syrup. Because you're so oh, sweet. I love this candle. Oh, we love this um, maple pumpkin. It's our ambiance for tonight. It's like, it just travels. Oh. It's the invasion of syrup. It's kind of weird to smell like a maple pumpkin in the middle of like the beginning of summer. Yeah, I kind of just did it for fire. Yeah, but and we like fire. Our candle smells like maple syrup. <laughs> it smells like maple syrup. That's good. But yeah, wait, what were we saying? I ain't mad. Fuck the police. That's what we were saying. But anyway, <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're yeah. getting into it. We're getting into it. We're getting wild. We're getting loose. We just ate dinner. We have our uh, new engineer. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that the word we? Yeah, we were introducing engineer Tom. But we Tom, never got to we it. Got, like we threw off uh, <laughs> Tom Penny. Is it Penny or Tom Piney? Piney. I always fuck up your last name. I'm so sorry. Um, it's our dude. It's our dude, Tom. Tom Piney. Piney. Uh, Tom. Piney. You're gonna have to tell us um, what your business is called, so we can. So we can advertise for it. Is it Electric David? Yeah. Production. Electric David. 
Tom Piney. Tom Piney. Just his He's name. like, you just said it. He says, what's up? All right, check out Tom Piney, you guys. He, you, Do you hear how good this sounds? That's Tom. Smooth like butter on, butter on a pancake. Type of smooth. And you can hear, you can hear my, you can hear me just saying butter on a pancake. And also Allie whispering, so try to whisper <laughs> in front of talking to HD to go downstairs. We are filming, or filming, we're not filming, but we are recording this live in our kitchen um, here in Princeton Heights, because this is where we, this is where we uh, have our best moments, is when we're cooking for each other. In this kitchen. And the best meals. The best meals. We just had, oh, Nene just made a beautiful meatloaf. She and, she showed Tom how to make a meatloaf and mashed potatoes and some peas in there just some comfort food me and heather dawn heather dawn there's a dongle on the desk too sorry sorry she's trying to I always find your dongle <laughs> <laughs> where's your friend where's your dongle you can have a good day after that but you just got to make sure you have those two things those things are so unnecessary they're unnecessary and unnecessary all the same yeah time. right so. But then there's Bluetooth, and then that's a whole that's a other it's thing. It's always a mess, because like, sometimes it doesn't connect, and then it's yelling at you, and they're like, pairing. That's, the, that's what that bitch sounds yeah, like. Yeah, my car has to send a verification code. It's so dumb. And it never Please works. give one drop of blood for your YouTube <laughs> audio connection. Thank I, you. Honestly, <laughs> made me rather do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bleed into this little like cube that's digitally like registering that it's me and I'm connecting to my Bluetooth because that's how much of a pain in ass a Bluetooth what fucking connection you, is. What uh, are you sipping on over there? Me, I have an uh, Lesion um, Space Dust IPA, one of my favorite IPAs. What do you think? Okay, it's very it's it's very happy, and it's very like poo. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a beer. And uh-huh. it's not like if you're trying to like dabble in IPAs, um, I wouldn't suggest this being your first one. What but it brewery? also has this cute little guy who's just like. What brewery is that? It's uh, Elysian. Okay. Elysian's a brewery, right? I don't know. Yeah, Elysian's the name of the brewery. Huh. And um, Space Dust is the name of the IPA. But they're not telling me where you're from, y'all. Where y'all from? Space dust IPA, the <laughs> outer fucking space. <laughs> the hopping is pure star glow energy with chinook to the bitter, late, and dry additions of Sintra and Amarillo, which is like orange in Spanish, I think, or yellow. It's yellow in or Spanish. Or in Texas, you say Amarillo. Um, Amarillo, but yeah, it's got eight point two percent alcohol by volume. Oops. <laughs> But it's good shit. Um, Elysian, sponsor us. Um, give us free beer. But, okay, so anyway, the fuck the police. Also, police. about this program, we feature local St. Louis artists and music and um, talk about what's going on with them and how much we love them. And we're and other things, because we, we also get sidetracked, and we should just add that in there, too. Yeah, sidetracking. We get sidetracked on, like, some pretty cool shit, though. Yeah. So, so buckle up. Don't worry. Don't worry about it, because okay. the lesion is fucking... What is that word? I was thinking of the other day. <laughs> we were listening to Wolfpack, and what's the... What was it, like, a rocket or something? I'll think of it later. 
It's but I was gonna use it as an adjective for everything that was pretty awesome. Uh, what the fuck was that? Song? Anyway, um, so many Wolfpack. That's all we do now we is listen. listen to, to we cook food for five hours and we listen to Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Wolfpack Radio. That's just how it is now. It's okay. a great house to be in. Yeah, it is. We have a very awesome household. I'm very thankful for the person I live with. Oh, thank you. Good time. And we take yeah. care of each other. And again, reminder, everybody, we're in quarantine. We should be in quarantine. A little bit less of quarantine. What are you saying, HD? The code to your heart. Code to your heart. Uh, 1612. Yes. Wow. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. Wolfpack. 16. Twelve. As a go to my heart, I said, one six one two oh. That's right. What a great song. Ugh. That's a good song. Man, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Okay, um, so okay, let's get back. Let's get down to business. We're gonna uh, feature our first song, which is a new song by Cave of Swords. Woo. Cave of Swords. Um, I took a moment of silence for a reason because I love Cave of Swords so much. I've been waiting for them this album for the last like two years, and like even in their shows, I've been very worried. They're like, "Oh, we're working on new material." And blah blah blah. And I'm like, "When?" And like, <laughs> give me my music. But they've been kind of hiatus for you know uh, health reasons. And one of the band members, but they, I think today they premiered the single with the video. And then we'll be uh, releasing the whole album this Friday. And all the proceeds from the album is going to be going to the cause for Black Lives Matter. Or uh, I think we're going to stick. I think we talked about sticking with a local business that's helping with uh, helping the helping. Um, I get what you I'm picking but, up what uh, you're putting down. Yeah. So like it's there. They want to release this album, give this music out. But mostly they want to generate more awareness of you know, supporting black communities, black businesses, and helping, um, you know, black people get the fuck out of jail for, like, you know, just trying to be fucking mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this song is called, anyway, Fuck the Police. No, that's not the name of the song. <laughs> what is, what's the name of the song? I wrote I wrote it down. My handwriting is garbage. Let's <laughs> see. I wrote it nicer on this pad. Hold on. No, it's not even nicer on there. Scoundred. Scoundreled. Fuck, they're gonna. Oh, Sonata and Devin don't hate me for not remembering. It's okay. Is, this is the song. Salesian's <laughs> 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 got 8.2% of alcohol.
Mm-hmm. I'm tranced. Mm-hmm. 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 Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> damn. I don't, I, I'm just, I think. Good job, Sonyata. Yeah, Sonyata, Kevin, Eric, you guys are so fucking cool. I I almost believe you guys may or may not be vampires from like five, five years old because you're just flawless. Nene is a beautiful. huge fan. I'm of a you huge guys. fan. Let me stop. She's a huge <laughs> fan. Aww. And I also think you're very wonderful people on top of that who always are trying to look out. Uh, for other people and trying to make this world better through your music or through uh, by example so yeah that's all we thought thanks dude fuck that god i hope they take in the best way possible if they hear this podcast that um in that melody i heard some don't take this wrong because i'm a huge fan of her too but i heard some miley cyrus okay miley Um, cyrus slaps I know. And this. it took me, like, not being like, oh, my music's not. Fuck Miley. And, like, to really appreciate it. And it was her Dolly Parton cover of Jolene that made me go, well, stop being a fucking bitch. This, like, Miley Cyrus is a professional. Uh huh. I mean, good. she has really good pop music, too. I love her fucking pop music. So I'm not hating on Miley anymore, but uh, a few years ago, I was hating on her mm-hmm. pretty hard. I was mm-hmm. like, what is this, dude? Stop. But I was just like, okay, well. But I heard that in in Sonata's melody, it's hard, and hard. I was like, oh my God, that sounds like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, but in, in a, a good, good way. I'm not kidding, in a good way. Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's a awesome. A compliment for me, definitely. And then I think we all need to kind of consider um, these pop these high profile pop artists have to spend like almost years of doing music by other people and being forced and pushed to do what's supposed to be popular or what the industry Mm -hmm. is going with yeah and i think at one point they all have this breakthrough moment it's like fuck that i'm gonna do what i want to fucking do like when britney shaved her head or when christina Uh aguilar is like nah and like I think that's the best moment. Nah. Out of <laughs> Actually, Christina Aguilera has always been saying nah. I was like, but she's like, you know, when you become your own and when you're established enough and it sucks that it has to be that way, but you get to a point where it's like, you guys need the fuck out of me. So if I'm not here, I built a brand. I'm iconic right now. You can't fucking take anything away from me if I decide I want to go do a fucking Tolly Parton song if I want to. And write this mm-hmm. music the way I want to, or sing the way I want to, mm-hmm. or have my stage set up the way I want to. That just reminded me of this fucking show that I'm watching. Okay. Oh my god, it's watching? on Netflix. It's called Alone, and it's um, basically like the Hunger Games, but like all of these like wilderness and survival professionals um, are competing to outlast each other in the Great North America, like by last. It's where the Northern Lights are. I don't know where exactly that is. Um, so they're trying to outlast each other, surviving with nothing but 10 items that they were allowed to bring with them. Oh my God, it is the fucking craziest thing. And what you were just saying was like, they've already done everything. You can't take anything from them. They're just going to do what they want now. There's this one man who, um, he lived there for like a month or whatever and then he started missing his kids and he had no problem like a lot of people did he had no problem 
making a shelter. He had no problem uh, hunting for food. He like mastered everything. And then he was just getting bored because he already had like a bunch of food stored. He was going to be good for winter. He was going to fucking survive. He's going to win it. But a month in, he's just like, I'm so bored. He's like mastered everything. So he called in and he was like, I'm out. I miss my kids. And it was just like, he would have fucking won that shit. Oh, wow. But uh, but that's a mental thing, too. It's like a physical. What? What? They select the items for themselves. Oh, great question. Heather Dawn wants to know what our items would be. Our 10 Ooh. items. That's a lot. That is a lot. What How about, about three? <laughs> let's do three. Come on. I would uh, definitely want uh, like a flint match book thingy they're pretty new but like yeah, uh, it always uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It always lights itself up yep. like every time um you use it so it's mm-hmm. not gonna go bad so i for sure want something for fire good F- fuck oh a solar power power like charger thingy that i can put like my phone or my radio into and it can like put power into like so many devices i know it's a thing mm-hmm. you can bring it you can buy it but you can plug in like, I'm going to bring my fucking phone. I'm going to bring my CD player. I'm going to bring a TV. Solar power power. Solar, solar power, like adapter power thing. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> and then I would probably would bring, if I have that, then I can bring like my laptop or whatever. And I have all my music and my books and shit that I pre-put in before this bullshit that the, I decided to go on the show to win $50,000. I'm going to fucking win it. $500,000. $500, I would do it for $50,000. That's what I would do for ten. I will say, as for far as month. I've gotten, all the girls that started out in the show are still in, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't need vibrators. They're nature girls. They have nature. <laughs> <laughs> um seriously one of, like the one of the first girls in it she was just making out with the tree but she was claiming that oh there's just all the sap coming out of this tree it's so good i'm sure she was right but like yeah, come on but there was probably a little bit of a tingle down in her <laughs> jingle if she uh was just sucking on that sap dog this show uh, is so fun like i watched it only last night for the first time and i had dream i had like camping and fishing dreams all night long that's awesome. Wait, we're not even on this up. Okay, so next song. Anyway, fuck the police. <laughs> Allie, we're going to premiere one of your new songs. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. Here's the song that I wrote. I said what I said Because I
Stag. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. That was so good, baby. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you. I think it's really <laughs> cool just listening to you uh, write music and hear it in the basement as it's developing. Uh-huh. And I think that's the coolest part of living with a, another musician mm-hmm. is when they're like kind of in their zone and their space to go start working on something. You, you're you're with them almost. It's like, yeah, what are we doing with our song? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 like I heard that melody it's real dope what are you gonna do with this words you're gonna try this you're gonna do this and it's just like if we're planning to release something or something's going on we kind of inform each other and get each other's mm-hmm. perspectives on things hype each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hype each other up it's big clout and speaking of hyping up and roommate back-to-back releases is uh my new song from mammoth piano care no more which fucking poor alley you had listened to so many versions of like okay we got this back we're gonna listen to it we're gonna like do this no, and this is what i want to do this, with this song, video no, and- this song fucks <laughs> and that being said <laughs> hell yeah two three four i 
thoughts wish you will and i'm pleased at the fact that i won't be coming back i salute you what do i know longer for i don't care for you no process getting all that done and uh, we're fortunate again our uh, engineer for tonight and engineer on this song is tom piney thank you very much wonderful for job all this awesomeness and that fucking rock so you know good what's really cool about both of those songs is like so they're the lip lewis right they got this like sweet smoothly sounding uh, what's that sweet viscid substance honey Honey, right? Like it's oh. so smooth and enjoyable to listen to. But 
but they have this like they're both packed with this resentful displeasure that <laughs> everyone, everyone can relate there's relation you can relate to that you're like you have that resentful pleasure towards something or someone and that's like if they're so different as like you're hearing them like they just like feel like they, they're situated in entirely different places but they're so similar in the way that you can relate and that's really nice Wow. <laughs> not that I know anything about that. <laughs> anything about that, especially you know, not HD. It's not like you've ever listened to music before. <laughs> Never, ever. But it's like, you know, we write kick rock songs in this household. Um, but I think it's a process of just like everybody can relate to getting their heart broken or being like, I need to fucking move on from this or this mm-hmm. wasn't the best thing for me or I'm trying to... Um, Extract that toxicity. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, from both of our songs, I think we uh, and you know you can kind of tell I kind of like organize them that they go back to, but <laughs> to give them a, like that whole like yeah fuck this. Um, and I think we're all been kind of going through a lot of changes and getting in touch with ourselves during. Again, guys, we're in quarantine. Um, we're making personal revelations. Yeah, we're evolving. That maybe we otherwise wouldn't have. Because we're not being distracted by outside world for- forces. So we're just like, you really have to, like, you're in this place where you have to deal with your own demons. And I, I'm not saying everybody's doing this. I hope some people are doing this because I know, I think it's very healthy to do that, is to try to find those demons. And it's like, well, I don't make this part about myself where I don't, like the way I react to one thing and it might even just like stem back to something that happened to you like three years ago in a relationship and you're just like wow that person actually did fuck me up or I was used to being in a toxic relationship or in a toxic atmosphere and I anything else at that point that somebody treated me that's not as bad as that other person that treated me this way isn't that bad but like no dude it's still very unhealthy it's not good for you and some aspects so don't compare the worst thing as like your level of standards of how people should treat you it should you should always find mm -hmm. a level of standards of how you should be treated Mm -hmm. what are you saying miss Allie? (laughs) i was listening (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure you've we've talked about this so many times because we just talk we said here we talk we hang out with each other and you Mm -hmm. know Outwardly. We live our fucking life together. We're married. Um, this is my wife. My other wife, uh, Heather Dawn, is here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had like two spurts of three days of Heather Dawn that we brought her into our household because she was at home by herself Yeah. during the beginning of quarantine. And you gotta be having fun. Yeah. Uh, we had some great times. We went mushroom hunting or like morel hunting specifically oh man we found some and they were delicious i ruined the first batch too much salt it was too much salt yeah i still ate them whatever and we had a fish fry dance in the rain wildly and to our neighbors and anybody who was there around that night hold on to our neighbors anybody who was there around that night we were only on the alcohol we weren't on anything yeah, else people that saw us this night that heather dunn was over and it was raining it was after after a day of morel hunting we were just rolling back into st louis and these whole these crazy clouds were oh and we saw that airplane that was like driving, or that was driving, straight, it was flying straight into this like black cloud, just like a storm, and there was just like lightning, 
And I was just like <laughs> feeling for those people on that because they were coming from clear as day air into just like this crazy storm. Anyway, it rained all night that night, lightning and thunder, and we, yeah, danced provocatively. <laughs> to like trap music. And actually, Heather, you had like a fucking like playlist that you were working on for the like. <laughs> In the rain, and our gutters are clogged. We need to get those cleaned out. But like somebody they was Snapchatting it. us. Oh yeah, we got oh, yeah. Snapchat. The neighbors. The neighbors. Like, Allie went out and got the hose because it wasn't wet enough. <laughs> <laughs> I did get the hose. It wasn't wet enough for more rain. There was some Snapchatting for the neighbors. Our gutters are clogged, so like there's like a almost like a waterfall that comes out of them, but it makes like extra rain coming out. So we were thinking that was a great time, but it's like, nasty. It's nasty. But now I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, that's not. We need to get we we need a big ladder or somebody to come clean these gutters out, and that's not a euphemism. You um, know that kind of a night. It come was on over. Tequila in the streets. <laughs> I was wine tequila. Literally. Here. I had the worst hangover the next day after yeah. that. But we like started okay, and then we got like all cleaned up and like dried off, and then we watched like this '90s movie marathon. Uh, I DJed the. Is it movie J MJ? Michael, Michael, MJ. Did you MJ that shit? I MJ that shit. Because <laughs> we watched like The Craft and then we watched like Empire Records. And then oh, we yeah. also watched like so fun. Uh, Clueless. And then we watched like uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and The Mass. The Mass the was later that. It was like oh, almost a whole 24 almost hours. Peed my fucking, fucking pants. The Mask was hilarious. Cameron Diaz. And then we watched the Jim sweetest Carrey thing. Jim in the mask. Are you kidding? Are you <laughs> smoking <kidding> me <laughs> right now? It was so funny. <laughs> it's still funny. I just. Go watch the mask, guys. It's so funny. It's probably, I don't know. To still, me, it's his best. It's, yeah. Well, Ace Ventura. Will yeah, good. Have a, really good. My first place in my heart with Jim Carrey. And uh, for sure. That would be it, but the mask is like his. I don't know if did Ace Ventura the mask came first. I can't remember. I remember the first movie I ever saw in theaters was The Mask, and my dad took me, and I was like three, four, three or four, <laughs> and I was so scared <laughs> forever. <was> horrified. <laughs> I was always growing up. I was always scared of like people in masks, like clowns. Um. Um, like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and uh, weird shit like that. It's fucking Jim Carrey, but it's like actually like your uh, kindred spirit humor heart that you were scared of it as a child. I was scared of it as a kid. And that's why we have ratings. Allie's scared to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your kids watch Um, stuff they're not ready for maturely because they might not appreciate the mask at a I very mean, young age. I was also going deep sea fishing with this man at the age of like six or seven. Okay, so you're just already <laughs> out there. I'm a survivor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least I'm a survivor. <sighs> Well, you know, any you know, fuck the police. I've been um, to a ZZ Top. I've been to a ZZ oh Top concert, Nene. Was that your first concert? Was ZZ Top? It was one of my what? first concert was John Fucking Fogarty. 
How was that? Was it mildly tame or was it just like blankets and like, I don't know. Like, did it? Here's what happened. <laughs> My first concert was John Fogarty and it had to have been like the 4th of July or something, but it was on the riverfront in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> What's up? okay and anyway john fogarty of ccr was playing and fireworks was going off and i was like five or six years old i don't know and a piece of fireworks fell from the sky right into my leg like into my leg (laughs) into it it was a piece of plastic and it was really hot and it just like fell from the fireworks into my leg. Into the. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, did it burn you or like? It gashed in me. It gashed in, dude. Do mm-hmm. you still have a scar from it? I don't think so. Oh, that'd be a lot. Cooler I have a lot. If you did. <laughs> Scars, a lot cooler I don't know. if you did. Uh, <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. This is my John for for Forgety fucking <laughs> scar. When five five years old. Yeah. On the beat. <laughs> my jaws scene. <laughs> you see this one. <laughs> all right so okay anyway fuck the police segways we never talked about my desert island items <laughs> <laughs> okay okay let's before we get into the next song we're gonna talk about ali's desert island items i have the horrible habit. you want to know what's even dumber what i don't fucking know <laughs> okay three you get three go <laughs> Don't let me distract A you. multi-tool with a saw. Oh. Duh. <laughs> um. Um. But, but hold on, hold on. I got a follow-up question with the multi-tool. Like, what tools are on the multi-tool? Mm-hmm, what do you mm-hmm, mean by a mm-hmm. saw? Because you can get a, a smaller a, multi-tool. A toothed, a toothed saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, a huge Swiss army. That <laughs> 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 has a saw that you, like, open back up and it's, like, huge. <clears throat> you know what i mean um like a bone saw that has like grooves in it okay yeah looks like shark teeth okay i know what a bone saw is um the other tools on there um it could be also a an axe it could be an a really sharp axe how big is this it's like the size of a skateboard it is the size of a skateboard and can get longer. Okay, cool. And yeah, like mm-hmm. a, it like is like a pole. I, I'm making this up. I know, but I can see it in my head because I think yeah. it was an episode of The Simpsons of like this like ridiculous like huge <laughs> Swiss Army knife multi tool. But it for was sure. like a Swiss Army knife, but it had like you know you could do one about like you know the like, size of a skateboard. Here's a fucking saw. Here's right, a fucking axe. Uh-huh. Simu- Here's yeah. a Give us money. Right down to the toothpick. TM this. Trademark AV. Um, so it'll have a bunch of like survival Things. tools, axes, and uh, if it's going to be an axe, it's goddamn going to be a hatchet, too. Yeah, we're going to do a hatchet here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have been following us, you know that we uh, had an anime week or a cartoon <laughs> character yes transformation which we'll get into that later we do need to move along and also say um fuck the police uh next artist up is miss tonina and her new song her newest song is papaya 
and we had the pleasure of hanging out with Tonina last night. Oh my God. It was so much fun with Tonina and Saria Conway. I was just Conway. like honored to be in her presence. I was just like, okay. Wow. <laughs> Say something cool. My dog really <laughs> likes her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to Ray? I don't know. Shout out to Tonina. Hey. Shout out to David. Um, shout out to Miss Jack. I don't know if Jackson Stokes was on that with them. And uh, what's your drummer's name? Keith. Keith. I don't know if he was on that either. But you know, everybody who works with Tonina, she's a powerhouse. She's a great steeple mm-hmm. in St. Louis as a fucking force. Mm-hmm. So watch the fuck out. And also get the fuck out of her way. <laughs> and let her fucking do her so she doesn't have to do the early Miley uh, mm-hmm. part of her life where she could just fucking just do music. She's a prominent piece of St. Louis. Prominent piece of prominent, prominent, prominent. 
promenade. Promenade. <laughs> and to promenade is to. When we watched that movie, Never Been Kissed, and Drew Barrymore's ass like had a whole like line about it, um, what prom meant, and it's like, it means like something like you can't promenade or promenade without having a partner, and that's where prom came from. It was really cute. I love Drew Barrymore movies. I just, oh, and she had to go back to high and when school. When she went back to high school, never been kissed. Yeah. You guys, never been kissed. That was also on our uh, marathon after She's dancing. She's a grammar Nazi. Grammar Nazi, also a huge dork in high school, and they made fun of her so bad, and uh, so bad. But <clears> then <throat> she had to like John C. Riley's in it. <laughs> Molly Shannon's in it. Fave. Fave. And then like I just Alba's in it. I think James Franco's in it too. So Stop it. Yes. James Franco and everybody was in this movie. Cause like there was a whole like Shut your dirty mouth. Two thousand like phase of like these same actors who probably came from some Jub Apato, like because Freaks and Geeks <laughs> was actually better than that seventies show. I'm not For sorry. Real. It really was. But a lot of them got like carried into these uh, like 2010 movies and stuff. But, you know, I prefer Freaks, Freaks and, geeks. and Geeks. Oh, my God. It should have got more seasons. But so real. they fucked up. Lady! <laughs> <laughs> You're my lady. Jason Siegel. <laughs> oh, like I'll that. forever be in love with Jason Siegel for that. Forever He's love. Just talked out lady. And that's just forever so cool. love. So good. Ah. Uh. But watch Freaks and Geeks. It was great. I think they fucked up. And when I mean they is probably some white old dude who fucked up. And uh put that 70s show and Freaks and Geeks the same night at the same time. And that 70s show pu- pulled through in ratings. And then mm. Freaks and Geeks was always just kind of a little bit behind it. And then their ratings uh, okay. were dropping and then they finally canceled the show ended in a really good way I wish they would do a movie now but because they lined both of those similar like time period shows up with each other that people were either like conflicted probably too uncomfortable with the realness the of Freaks realness. and Geeks as opposed to just like the 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 commercial Bullshit. comedy just like they probably liked the dad because he's like stick my foot up your ass Red said ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, this show's way more conservative. <laughs> <laughs> I hate facing my real problems, especially if I have to accept the fact that I have them while watching television. Are you foreman right now? <laughs> Eric, uh, I, uh, that 70s show, I rewatched it as an adult, and it's so sexist, racist, like not yeah so it many is. like like character arcs got like cut at one point too and they were just throwing bullshit and i actually enjoyed when they got rid of eric a little bit more than the last like Fucking two seasons actually more slap comedy made it over realness yeah back then yeah so fuck that fuck that that's it Fucking goddamn. slap comedy fuck out of here Fucking god Watch his freaks and geeks. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> All your fucking legends were there. Fucking oh, Seth Rogen. Geez, <laughs> was so cute. Yeah. All right, don't spend your full show talking about freaks and geeks and how bad of the injustice of it. <laughs> Speaking of injustices, welcome to 2020. <laughs> take Fuck your, the police. Take your punch card and go sit in the corner. <laughs> and 
Maybe we'll get that to a little bit later. Actually, I want to get in a good, like, whatever mood before mm. we kind of get into other things. And we only got two songs left, too, so I think we're making really good time. And um, let's just talk about, you know, even injustices and everybody's protesting. I'm so proud of everybody, and I love everybody. Mm. The whole world. And the whole world is being like, hey, y'all fucking up big time. But... Um, even in Festus, Festus, Missouri oh. had a protest a few uh, days ago, and there was like 350 people there wow. plus. And I think, like, the thing is that like the rural areas are having these protests. Okay, and you're just like, that's the demographic that are basically like, well, we're not going to reach these country fucking folk, but country folk are sick of this shit too. Uh-huh. We're all sick of this shit too. Uh-huh. But we're going to kick it off to our boys from Festus, Pono AM, with their good song, Good Vibes. <sighs> Your friends are going out of style.
Shout out to the boys of Pono AM. So fun. They're so fun. I I adore them. Um, I'm great a, to see live. Yeah, great to see live. I played one show with Pono last year at a it was last year. It was actually probably a year ago to like around this time and we were at uh City Museum and we did one of the rooftop shows. Oh yeah. And I uh had Pono 18 and counting, Pono AM. Um, Ill Phonics, Scrub, the Mammoth Piano, and Brotherly and the Leather Jackals. Mm. Such a good lineup, guys. It was a good show. Great it show. was awesome. Was you know what fucking sucked? Tom was there. Tom was there. Uh, HC, were you there? You were in another rooftop show, but like you, you were there for a lot. <laughs> you know what sucked? The fucking Blues won or were in the championship, whatever fucking hockey shit. And that was the same night that we had the show. And uh, we, oh, did we record that live through Gaslight? We did. It's somewhere in there. I did see the stream. I maybe should, like, bring it back out. I don't know if we were happy with, like, how the sound, everything came out. But that was, like, one of the first times of recording live before all the Rona shit. And I was just like, well, let's just try to do it here on this roof and try to include people who can't come because of the damn blues game or, like, record whatever the hell we did here. (laughs) <laughs> and it was a pain in the ass. Poor Rick and poor Matt. And uh, I think Zach Gibbons was there too. And it, we, <laughs> when Nana asks you to come on a show, you better just fucking hold on tight because sometimes it's not a uh, ideal situation for sound or you're just going to have to build shit or do whatever. But I think I like, I really, really love making a show and making a whole like thing in an unnatural space. Because uh-huh. I'm like, you got an outlet? <laughs> you can fucking build a stage there. We got electricity. We're good. Let's just fucking just do this here in the middle of this field. But you got an outlet, and that's going to make it even better. I don't need generators. But always have a generator. I think that's something. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing production work, uh, putting a generator into your repertoire is highly recommended. Just yeah, in case. Playing just in case. Rooftop was pretty dope, though. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, and you played two. Uh-huh. You played one of the city nights, CM nights, when uh, the museum started, like, really kind of getting focused on adult nights. And I had Allie play, and then we had LaPons play, and I think Brother Francis was there. I don't remember. It was a lot of things going on, but that was a cool night, too. And then we did another night with Tom and Drangos, but the, it, like, rained, or it was kind of raining, and... I was just like doing all this makeup for this movie or no, this video we're doing for our friends, the human circuit in Austin. And they were so dope. But like, I was just like, we walked up yeah. and it was like the sun was like looking like shady. And I was just like, fuck it. Uh-huh. Let's do it on the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. But yeah, it's been a, you know, reflection time. Last year I was killing it. Uh, this year I am not able to kill it because of uh, the coronavirus mm-hmm. and my job is to bring people together and maximize our profits from bringing the people together so I can't maximize profits with having less people and then there's also a you know unknown disease that 
nobody kind of knows what to tell you to do with it half the time at this point we're like three four months into this and it's like okay well it doesn't spread and then it's this and then it's that but wear a mask but wear a mask just really just mask it up <laughs> um yep sorry Matt. Allie, where are you at in your head right now i don't know i uh i bought a skateboard today <laughs> two skateboards um we're skater girls yeah i don't know I took to it real fast. I really like it. She really did. And uh, she was looking very graceful, but Heather Dawn and I almost had a heart attack (laughs) earlier when she was just like scooting along because we heard a a plop and a flop. And we're like, is she okay? (laughs) It was just a car. It was a car. You might have stopped. I scared the shit out of him. I was just like on my board, just like fucking, just like cruising it's cruising uh. <laughs> uh. that was so cool down, dad down the street brah <laughs> cruising down the street brah <laughs> in my sandals <laughs> and, uh, hd and i are very nurturing <clears throat> people and we're just like okay well we need you um you just started this today i know you're feeling real good we've been drinking it's great you're feeling good when you're drinking uh you're also wearing sandals <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i we we encourage we encourage people to try new things but please safety work then team work wait safety <laughs> safety 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 first then team work start from the beginning let's start from the beginning <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> and also in this household we've been grieve grieving because of you know george floyd dying and this beautiful crazy uprising of humanitarianism but mainly focus on making sure that everybody knows that black lives matter and Mm -hmm. fuck the police and and um there's so many layers. There's so much like hatred, but what we're seeing more, there's more love and more of a unified stance of people saying, no, we're done. We're done with this. It's fucked up because I really believe that racism has been holding our society back from progressing for so long. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. could be on the fucking moon and living on there, but you had to make, some child of color or different sexual orientation make them feel like a piece of shit their whole entire life that they couldn't even go to school to even think about having the capability of making the best technology or doing their best because they couldn't be their best because they felt like shit their Mm -hmm. whole lives because you don't like them because they're different Mm -hmm. and you know our system's not in place to help people who aren't in that spectrum of cis and white and it's just it's just a fucking shame and yeah our I, system's not set to fucking educate anyone either no for free shit no or even just set to educate people without having like the state standard guidelines of like we must reach our level of numbers and i really 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 truly believe that it all starts with education because the poorest neighborhoods with the worst school systems have always it correlates so rapidly with the crime rate and it's like it boggles my mind it's like well why don't we put more money into the schools so that they have books and they the teachers have all the mm-hmm. supplies they need and everything like that because that would make me fucking angry too i was angry mm-hmm. in a fucking really nice school mm-hmm. 
and you know just being a black person living in a white predominantly white area mm-hmm. was also an experience but i still was able to have access to a very good education and i didn't take advantage of it at the time and i still kind of beat myself up about it but at the same time they didn't try to seek out like this is what um you're interested in it. They just wanted to make me a fucking housewife. So that's why I can make bomb ass meals and so and do this because I take my home economics. That's the one skill I've taken from high school. The most actual realist thing I've taken from high school was my home ec. And then I took fashion and sewed. And I use that mostly in my life every day more than like fucking math. Yeah, you do. But still. I'm just trying to fucking figure out why these fucking police officers have so many fancy, shiny cars with all that fucking technology. Those motherfuckers have Mustangs. I'm not saying if, okay, so I'm, I would agree that like if the, if in some crazy fucking world, the police actually protected and served and did their job the right way, the technology could help them. But, you know, they, they're not, and they have all that shit. And and schools don't have paper enough paper th- paper or enough teachers or enough um, or internet adults to watch over them or yeah or counseling because a lot of the very poor areas don't have therapeutic counseling for the trauma that these poor children suffer from being in a poor area or worried about their next meal or worry about gang violence or anything or other type of violence and theft and everything in their whole entire life. That's so much stress for a child as I'm burping um, to deal with. And I can't even handle that shit when I'm like straight up poor as an adult, like doing really good right now since I'm on government money. Thanks. Unemployment. We got that shit in. Why don't children have the resources they need, but fucking cops have fucking tear gas and fucking shields and fucking whatever the fuck all military the best tactical gear goddamn. that they give to the military and it's just like for what for arming themselves against people who are speaking the truth who just want basic who human are attacking rights. people who, who are, just want basic human rights who, and <laughs> these cops are attacking it's so much you guys it's so much we're so we angry. said we were gonna fucking talk about this yeah but I don't know if we like it's it's hard to talk about because there's so many like layers mm-hmm. it's of complicated. In, it's yeah. so complicated so many layers of injustice across the board and what we're actually discovering and it was a recent poll that like 75% think that the like you know police acted completely out of line with George and okay that's a start uh-huh. and then we had the protests and then there was a riot and looting whatever 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 fucking cares if fucking people are rioting because they're upset and they're angry and also shut the fuck up fuck the police anyway i don't even get into that but it's growing more and more aware of tension that there's been so much racism in this country that's been holding people back from all aspects yeah of different colors genders sexualities like where their religion is and it's just like why is this necessary why are we not facing the facts that people are starving their kids aren't getting the proper education and we're supposed to have these public schools and this is the country that people want to come to and flee to to come start over and make their dreams come true it's just like 
bitch, don't come here. I like, I'm not telling you not to come here. I'm telling you not to come here because I don't know what to do for you. And I can't even make my own dreams come true here. It's such a fucking lie. It's we're, we're fucking posers. That's the word posers. You're fucking poser and saying that this is a free country and saying that you can be whatever you want here and that you have the right to do this. And we have amendments to go against this. And really, no, you don't because there's always going to be some fucking higher power with like some money or whatever and some agenda of their own. Yeah, to stop if you laws from doing can't that. fucking progress, neither can the people. Right. And we're pissed off and upset. Um, what know. do you think is most uh, like misunderstood by someone who views this completely differently than we do? What do you think is the most like misunderstood basic point? Or like how would you word what? Well, there's... The main misunderstanding is. The main misunderstanding... It's actually realizing that you're having a racist bias bone in your body and admitting that you're wrong and you're getting presented with new facts and either you own up to it and change your views on a mm -hmm. circumstance or you keep doubling down on the wrong thing. And I think actually the main thing is ego. So I think there's some egos that are yeah. just like, I won't allow this to progress because what's going to happen to me? And I posted something about this the other day. Mm -hmm. It's like racist are scared that when the people uprise against them that we're going to treat them the same way that they treated us. And it's like, no, that's not the point. Like if we get the power in our hands, we're going to make sure everybody gets the same fair advantages from individual, no matter where you came from and you're living in our country, but they're scared. They're absolutely scared that we would want revenge, which they deserve. Hmm but we're not going to do it because that's not how we want our new society to be formed either. Yeah. I think I answered that question, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. It's the liquor, Randy. I just, for some reason, what I'm noticing, and this is, you know, uh, to close people like family, is I think, I think uh, Black Lives Matter, I think that statement fucking scares people that I grew up with and stuff. Huh. I so think, why would that statement alone is be, are they feeling it again? Could it go back to the because I think, thing? I think, I um, well, think for some reason, me? I think the media is just like the media that they watch at least mm. is saying, I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. I should educate myself Maybe on that. Maybe we should watch the other side <clears throat> of the media. Yeah. I mean, see what they're telling people. I had a discussion on Facebook the other day with a friend who was like, why wouldn't you just delete any of that bullshit and all of that bullshit off of what you see? And I'm not saying I know uh, better or whatever, but I am saying that like seeing the other side or like what they actually think could help me. Or yeah. at least I know what they're saying, you know? Right, to kind of sway the argument into thinking in the way... Like um yeah. like um Antifa being an organization. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know that bitch. Um, Antifa, and, she owe me five dollars. <laughs> 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 Fuck that bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But 
They think it's so cool. <laughs> um, oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. They Kenny Snarzik from the Crow's Nest posted the other day. He, <laughs> he was so like, stupid. I just spoke with the leader of Antifa. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get together in Southern Illinois. <laughs> but we laugh at these people because it's so stupid for them to think it's an actual organization. It's just like, you know, we're anti fascists. Like, who's not that way? But okay. But you're oh, seeing it. Terrorists. The, yeah. And the media is spinning it that it's a terrorist <clears throat> organization. Yeah. And that it's an organization, but it's actually just like a political, not even a, it's a stance. It's like, I don't like fascists. Who, like, fascists suck, dude. What? What? You don't, I don't think you like it either, but you were persuaded into thinking that it was a um, terrorist group that's against mm-hmm. your rights and. Mm-hmm everything they're coming after no there's i agree there's definitely some fucky shit going on with media i'm not gonna well it always has been there's that one documentary on netflix about um i can't remember it but it was like popular media crimes like oj simpson trial the jenny jones trial where uh if you guys remember this if you're my age like jenny jones was on trial because she used to do these like, guess who has a crush on you type of segments. And one guy went on to one of his friends and he said, I had a crush on you. But Jenny, like the staff and producers didn't know he had a crush on you. And this guy was gay and the other guy was not gay. And this guy, I guess he was, I'm not guessing because this is what happened. He was embarrassed by it. He didn't know that he was going to get brought on the show. They said, somebody has a crush on you. He's like, all right, I'm going to go. And then he goes on Jenny Jensen, and he's like, oh, that's my friend. He's like, oh, he's a dude. He's like, oh, I'm not gay. He probably was gay. And then, like, he seemed very uncomfortable. It was kind of weird replaying and watching it as an adult. And the dude, a few days later, ended up killing the gay guy who uh, came out. Not came. Well, he was already out. But he said, I had a crush on you. Because he was mm. embarrassed, it was on national television, and then they were trying to. Uh, that guy went to fucking jail, because mm. justly so. Because what the fuck? But like Jenny Jones and all her producers and everybody got called in, and it's like, well, you guys incited this hate crime and blah 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 blah. blah. But the media around it made it more of a big deal than what it was, and it's like, no, this is fucking murder. This guy just fucking killed this guy. Yes, it was an uncomfortable situation for him, but that's not a justifiable reason to go murder somebody over. Mm-hmm. And, but the way it's like, oh, Jenny Jones did this, and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And it was, it's a, like an hour or a few hours show. That's just one of the part of the shows. And then there was another one in uh, Michigan or Philadelphia. But I don't, actually, I'm not going to get into it because it was really fucked up. But watch that. It's on Netflix. Uh, the media can suck my balls too and fuck the police (laughs) what's the last song oh the last song is by one of my favorite people in the world Mark Plant and his project The Mall and the song's called The Zone because when you go to the mall you go to the zone
Damn. I blacked out. I have such a good time listening to this project. And uh, if you want to get some cleaning done, if you just want to fucking dance, um, always a fan of Mark Plant. I think he's just such a wonderful, or they're such a wonderful human being. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a mood. It's a look. <sighs> this motherfucker is be showing looks <laughs> all day, every day. So we're going to get towards the end of our program. I know you guys really, really just want to listen to us talk all night and hang out. But not not really. But You got to leave of, them wanting more. You got to want give them more. You got to make those babies just quiver in their pants because they want more of this podcast. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we just talk about what's currently going on in our lives mostly fuck the police right now and black lives matter and it's pride month i forgot about it being pride month because there's so many other issues that are getting dealt with but you know the community is all in support of black lives matter and getting justice and moving on and Mm -hmm. from whatever the fuck that's been going on fuck that fuck the past we're moving forward it's a new world uh might have like yeah, it's a new world now. And in our new world, we might have some protests. And we most likely and probably will have police be, like, extra, extra, extra. We've read all about it. Um, but, again, we have our friend here, Heather Dawn. Heather Dawn was at a peaceful protest yesterday. Um, she also took a course today. Um and she's gonna let us know. She's she took notes at her course today. It was on uh, street medic. Mm-hmm. And how it, anyone? Uh, I mean, as you know, that uh, the police have responded to protests um, on police brutality with um, uh, more police brutality. So um, just constantly. Yeah. Just on my unwarranted. <laughs> unwarranted assaults and attacks always so um i learned today um even as being an overwhelmingly uh white person that is uh um pretty small in my stature um that i can actually um have a few tools um that were very helpful to me uh in my in my tool belt um that would be effective that anyone actually um can perform if you have just a couple of items and these are provided from um the um st louis street medics um uh, in addition to stbstl uh which stands for uh, stop the bleed um st louis and they provided us all with some trauma first aid kit but these items are, are easily um, accessible um, but they just shared a couple of things like um tear gas being one of them uh, which is uh, obviously an egregious substance that's um, commonly used at uh, a protest, uh, no matter um, what the situation is. And um, no there how were fucking peaceful it is. Yeah, just just no ma- no matter what, just you know, just constantly showing up. Um. Side note: tear gas in some countries, when there's like war being r- raged, uh, it's like an illegal substance to be using on people. It's been outlawed in a lot of areas to use on people as a method 
to prevent or whatever fucking war. Look it up. I'm drunk. Whatever. But it's it's not okay. Okay. Um, but but you, as a person that is, um, you know, uh, participating in in protests, like if if you just had uh, a bottle of water on you, then you could easily uh, assuage the discomfort and the suffering from a, a person um, just by, uh, well, firstly, you know, just remaining uh, calm yourself whenever you, re- like, if you uh, have a humane bone in your body, if you witness another person experience any type of suffering, then you would um, just very, have a visceral response to that, and you would want to help um, said person, uh, which unfortunately isn't even the case for most uh mm. Uh, law uh, enforcement um, folks um, have that. Um, so just like remaining calm and then you um, should definitely take them out of like you know there's obviously a lot of chaos and commotion um, so you just take them out like and they can't see anything whatsoever uh-huh. um, so like the first uh, recommendation was to um, you know respond calmly and uh, introduce yourself um, because the last person that that person saw before they completely lost their vision temporarily was a police officer that their intent was to harm them. them. So introducing yourself and asking them, may I touch you? May I help you? May I like, like just escort you to, you know, a place where there's like less, less traffic or commotion or whatever happening. And so doing that first and then you have them sit and typically like I, Y'all probably had something in your eyeball before, um, not to mention mention a lethal substance. Um, so just being able to secure their hands, like usually, like if you have them sit, like the recommended way of like asking, inviting them to sit down is like just um, tucking their legs beneath their body and then tucking their hands right into that little crease of your legs. You know, if you were to sit like with just your legs tucked underneath you, just have them sit like that and then tuck their hands into the crease of their legs so they're like less likely to try to rub their eyes, which is only going to yes, like circulate that, you know, very uncomfortable substance all over their face. Tuck your um, hands yeah, so under like your just, knees. Yeah, just like sitting uh, with your legs tucked underneath you and have them tuck their hands underneath them to like, you know, to prevent them from just rubbing, rubbing it from all other areas on their, on their uh, face, on their surface. Um, and so, um, you know, making sure they have consent or whatever to touch them. And um, let's see. Um, so yeah, you've got them to that safe area or whatever. And then also never attending a protest without a buddy. Like that's, that's, that's paramount. Like you should always have someone there with you. And especially in situations like this, where you can utilize that buddy to look out. Like if you're providing care, if you're providing attention to somebody that, you know, just got hit with tear gas or something, then um, you want to make sure that somebody is looking out for y'all while you're engaged in the, like, you know, in assuaging the discomfort that they're experiencing or whatever, or so having a buddy that's looking out um, for y'all as well. And then um, I guess uh, before, prior even to going to a protest, another thing that they recommended was avoiding like wearing contact lenses. Like if you have glasses in, as an option to wear them because, I mean, contact lens, lenses are destroyed after that, but also... Um, they were talking about like you know do you do the whole flushing technique or whatever like how it just like it's and they have to take out their contacts and they can't see properly so contacts aren't recommended or even makeup or lotions or things like that that are typically oil based mm-hmm. uh, which will just allow 
Yeah. That stuff to um to spread. Yes, to yeah. permeate other areas of their of their face. So, um anyway, so they're kneeling for stability. Um and then if a person is wearing glasses, then being sure that because you don't know what's going to happen after you help this person, uh, if you might, you know, lose contact or whatever. So like hooking their glasses on said person that you're providing okay. like treatment to, like hook their glasses on them. And then um you always like have them you just help them to tilt their head or whatever because they're obviously going to be like you know not in a position to like received like you know uh, direction or whatever because like you uh-huh. know panicking or whatever so just like slightly tilting their head and then you want to make sure that you just dump the water like having a squeeze bottle water bottle on you like you know you don't have too many things that are like weighing you down but having a squeeze water bottle was something that was recommended and like being able to um so you can you know has like a you know some some force in your direction or whatever um but any water bottle will obviously suffice especially in a moment like that but um putting it from like having them tilt their head and then like if you don't have a squeeze water bottle then using a little bit of force in order to create like a trajectory like a direction or whatever where it goes from the inside out like having them tilt their head and then always like pouring water from the from the inside out like so Mm -hmm. Um, moving from the inside of the eye to the outside of the eye and just like a, you know, very forceful single stream. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. And then uh, also like, you know, it's really hot outside. Somebody's using their heat, but it's also recommended if you have come into contact um, with tear gas, then not to invite any heat into your life. Like whether it be like, you know, the heater from your car or also like hot showers are also going to just like reactivate okay. Um, okay. the... Uh, the substance is going to reactivate it. So that was another thing. And then um, they also talked to us about like heat exhaustion. So if you like recognize that someone is like kind of straggling, a little bit flush, um, then they have like a racing heart. If you just like catch somebody just having like needing, you know, like has that immediate need that the body says you need to sit down, you need to like sit down or whatever, like then be able to um, respond to them with not only offering uh, water, um, but also pouring water down the center of their chest. That was another thing that was recommended. And then um, as far as burns, which because unfortunately as some of the things that are uh, being used um, unnecessarily, um, or like even like the canisters, if someone decides like, you know, if they want to throw a canister back from whence it came, whence it came, like uh, maybe they should, like uh, somebody threw it at them, you can throw it back or whatever. Um, but having like some heat resistant gloves or also if you have to treat a burn, um, just immediately pour. And I feel like there's all kinds of information in, out there about burns or whatever, but the folks that provided this training for us today just recommended like pour water on it, just a ton of water on it. Um, and then, um, let's see. They, well, the next part is pretty, uh, difficult, but. Um, if they gave us a response, this is where the, um, the Stop the Bleeding STL came in about, uh, gunshot wounds. If you were happening to be witnessing something as horrible as that, um, that there are a few steps that you can take, like just as, you know, not having any, like if you didn't even have any, like, um, like they provided us with a trauma first aid kit today, but if you didn't even have any sort anything like that, like you just had to use whatever was like on you or on your body or whatever. Um, they gave us a check your surroundings and be safe sort of card, like to alert someone, which they had also they had mentioned like, you know, some of your first responses like to call 
911, but like sometimes it's not even the most effective, like in these situations, especially like for them, to, like, and often, oftentimes, like if you're a protester and you witness something like that, like you can quickly get dismissed as it being like an emergency situation, unfortunately. Um, but um, so they said, I'm trying to remember what the doctor that spoke to us today about the percentage of people that, you know, get thrown in a car and immediately brought to the emergency room versus waiting for like an emergency responder to come into the scene, how the likelihood of them like surviving is much higher if you just get them to where they need to go. Um, but taking a couple of steps before like identifying where the injury is and then immediately stopping the blood flow. And then they showed us like a few um, different ways that you can uh, compress uh, a wound, uh, which was like direct pressure, which is like coming from like, if you straighten out your hands and one hand on top of the other, um, that's where you can only apply like the best pressure in order to stack your hands on top of each other and like again with like you know elongated hands your fingers are straight or whatever because if you try to like do like the C clamp or anything like that like you can't maintain that for nearly as long as you can because you can put your entire you know Wait, body into that as yeah. well um, and she talked about how you know worrying that you were going to like you know create more damage by doing that like it's just like she's like no you apply pressure compression or whatever um and then uh packing the wound and one of the greatest like and she they provided us with things in our little kit today um but cotton is like so if you have like a t-shirt on yourself like yeah, anything like because. cotton is like the is the surest way to like um, successfully like pack a wound and then they, they give us these tourniquets uh, which you know are for you know you can you wrap like above the knee or above the elbow or whatever and you wrap them and you tighten them or whatever above wherever the wound is in order to like help um, minimize like the yeah the blood flow or whatever yeah um, but those were yeah tight turn tuck and then time and like on the tourniquets they have like a time that you did it so then like because there's like, you know, I guess it's, I think it's two hours that you can keep that on there without that completely disrupting other things. But it was incredibly, incredibly helpful. And so it's just like, you know, you feel like, I mean, you can't possibly prepare for what, you know, the police force, police force is capable of. And so just uh, attending a pro protest, like just having, you know, just having something simple, like having water, having like just, you know, just anything, like anything can, can help too. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. Thank that's you. all. No, yeah, no, yeah. thanks to. Hopefully that comes in handy. Well, hopefully it doesn't have to. Like, gathered us today in the park, like, that was incredibly helpful for me. For me. And maybe more of oh. a quick, you know, uh, with uh, information outside. Seems obvious, but. It's the sound of a microphone being moved. Like a professional readily available in moments like that. So just like having a little bit of information to. Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time we'll have three microphones. Right. But thank you so much, Heather Don. Thank you for all that information. Um, thank you for... There's things that you kind of just know what to do. Most people don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I think the most important thing was stay calm and um, consent from the other person that you're trying to help. Mm -hmm. And yep. you should probably just use that for most parts of your life is to stay calm <laughs> yep. and ask for consent. Amen. And I thank you so much. It's like I haven't been able to like bring myself to go protest because I have like really bad anxiety and shit. And we're also and 
a virus thing. So I'm like kind of a hypochondriac. So it's like all these things are keeping me from wanting to participating. But I think I would actually rather go be a medic and, you know, help people and dive myself into that rather than walk around, which is weird. It's either I'm not doing shit or I'm doing the most. But like, you'll be needed as a medic. And calming people. I think that's the most important part because when somebody's in distress and keeping them level-headed and not letting them go into shock, because I think that's most of a, especially with gunshot wounds. Exactly. Like, hey, <clears throat> right. Cool. Just well, we hope it doesn't have to come to that, but if it fucking does, and you learned a little bit today, you laughed a little, a little bit today. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, don't feel bad if you can't make yourself go out and protest or post anything, but also do your best do your best to make everybody around you known that they are safe and they can come to you for safety and you know props to people fighting against friends and family about they've known for years about a lot of issues and probably losing grieving over the loss of democracy and grieving over the loss of I don't know what's going on in this country, but like, you know, you're losing friends and family all over the place and, and, but you are on the right side of history. You are doing your best. And I think that's so important to just remember at the end of the day, it's exhausting. Do your best to get that good message out, which is black lives matter. Mm -hmm. And if they have trouble understanding that they are going to need attention they're going to need your attention yeah right and if you're not able to give that attention especially black people don't feel like you need to be fighting all that and you know shout out to my white allies of you know fighting the good fight verbally with their family and friends and shit and i can't necessarily do it or i'm too tired to do it hopefully your patience will prosper yeah and you know and if you feel like defeated, guess what? Uh, my whole life as a black woman, I've been tired <laughs> of, of this shit. So guess what? It's your turn. And please help. And please keep pushing. And uh, listen to this fucking music in St. Louis. Because, you know, let's bring it back up. We're bringing it back up. <laughs> or back up again to the talent that is in our city. The love, the passion, the drive. And... I I really like I just miss I miss our lives I miss our lives of just living we kind of lived in this beautiful fantasy bubble world of you're accepted no matter what you look like you're accepted no matter who you fuck basically or what hole anything comes out of it's just like nobody gives a shit at all what you're doing. And what, as long as you're not a fucking asshole and trying to make other people's lives a living hell, we accept you. We're fast to call you on that. We'll call you on that. Don't get us wrong. We'll call you on it. We're quick to it. I don't know why I said that whole thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of fucking Courtney Love. Anyway. (laughs) But we'll call you on that shit and be prepared to get called on that shit. 
and actually say, hey, fuck, man, dude, I fucked up. I'm learning from this and I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to be a part of this and actually show us because we are like, show me state. Show me that you give a fuck. Hell yeah. Show me give Nay-nay. a fuck. Nay-nay. Oh, man, it's coming up with new genius ideas. Show me you give a fuck in here in St. Louis. And if you show me that you give a fuck, we'll back you 100% and we will ride or die for you. Show us that you're up. You're up. You're are up. you up? Are you up? Well, I don't know. Like, what are you doing right now? Are you you up? be doing this? You up? 